Hey podcast listeners, Greg here. In between the recording and the release of this episode, our guest Scott C. Bourgeois and his lovely wife Anita had a baby. We just wanted to take a brief moment to say congratulations on a healthy baby boy. Okay, now on with the show, which is also about babies. Weird gray squid babies. A king has his reign. Separated by centuries, and yet, this same pictogram was discovered in every one of them. They're smiling. I think they want us to come and find them. We're all here because of a map you two kids found in a cave. Not a map, an invitation. From whom? Welcome to the I Have Some Notes podcast. This is the podcast where we take uh, frustratingly good but terrible movies and make them less frustrating and hopefully somewhat better. Uh, coming to you from Edmonton, Alberta, uh, my name is Colin McIntyre. I'm Greg Beaver. Uh, joining us on the panel today, we've got uh, two distinguished guests. We've got uh, Scott C. Bourgeois. Hello! And just a distinguished Aaron Beaver. <laughs> oh, hi. Yeah. <coughs> I am my wife again. Oh, no. <laughs> cronyism. It's, it is cronyism. <laughs> Reddit's going to go crazy. <laughs> All of, well... Comments. Yeah, I think we got two likes on Reddit. Oh, really? One of those was me! Hooray! <laughs> We've done it. Yeah, I finally made it on the show, too. Oh, there you go. After multiple attempts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Scott has been, uh, has been, every time we've been recording, Scott's been banging on the door, always just a little too late before we lock the studio door. Yep. Yeah, no, as, as you know, on. being on the podcast is a first-come, first-served basis. <laughs> right. I showed up days early for this one. <laughs> just camped out. Just camped out. Yeah. Had a cooler with him, catching Pokemon. Eating, eating his caught Pokemon. It's what you do with caught Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the movie we're going to be uh, trying to fix today is uh, Prometheus. This is the 2012... Emphasis on try. Try, yeah. <laughs> the 2012, uh, gosh, alien, air quote, prequel, air quote, uh, movie. This is uh, directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, this is, yeah, written by uh, Damon uh, Lind- Lindelof and uh, John uh, Spates. Um, so, yeah, this was, you know, this movie is kind of, well, we can talk about the, uh, we will kind of try, try to describe the plot of this movie, but... Um, movie starred uh, uh, Numi Rapis, uh, Michael Fassbender, uh, and uh, also got Mike, or we've also got Charlie Starr in it. Uh, movie cost 100, $103 million to make, made $403 million, so there's going to be some sort of. Uh, That's definitely enough sequel. to have a sequel that yeah, we're getting. have been talking about a sequel, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's written already. And I think, I think they might be in casting already, yeah. 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 Um, so maybe before we start talking about about what our thoughts of the movie, let's can we try to describe? We'll all jump in, try to describe. This is this is a, a, a prequel. So it's set in the same universe as Alien, Aliens, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think it's set like thirty years before the events of Alien. I will take your word you for it. Call it? Sure. Yes. Um, so yeah, so let's, can we can we let's let's let me let's try to we'll try to describe we'll, spoilers uh, about here. I believe here. Scott here has the entire oh, sure. IMDb <laughs> plot Scott, summary. Scott, I brought. Would I'm you like to summary. read that word for word for me? Please, <laughs> I will read four pages of text. <laughs> Please do. Uh, that sounds about right for this movie. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that because that would be terrible listening for your listeners. Uh, but um, 
so in a nutshell, you've got uh, the this race of engineers. Yes. Who in the uh, I, I guess the the teaser for the uh, for the show uh, they the- seed life on Earth. And all life on Earth comes from these guys. By drinking black goo. Yeah. Which dissolves them into black goo. Which makes life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then you've got um, many, 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 many years later, like thousands and millions and billions of years later, billions and billions, uh, you've got scientist couple uh, Elizabeth Shaw and Charlie Halloway, who are Numi Rapace and Logan Marshall Green, uh, finding clues... Throughout different uh, societies, leading them to believe that uh, our makers have left uh, an invitation to come and meet them. And then they get money thrown at them by the Wayland Corporation Hooray! to uh, go on a, I want to say, a 30-year mission or something. Yeah, it's like three years, I think it was. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 I said 30. That's clearly wrong. Um, <laughs> 30 would make more sense, given how far they have to travel. Yeah, exactly. But they say, like, two years. Yeah, it's like, like two and a half years they're in cryosleep or something. So they, no one's ever been out this in, far before, in, like, yeah. in two years. In sexy bikini cryosleep. Yep. <laughs> and they go off to uh, planet LV-223. Oh, well, yeah, which is not LV-426, the planet from the original Alien. No. Um, they uh, interact with, uh, with other major characters, such as uh, Meredith Vickers, who is Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. who is the mission director, and David, uh, the android, who is Michael Fassbender, and yep. probably the best character in the movie. Yeah, tragically, yes. Uh, and Captain Yannick, who is Idris Elba, tragically wasted by this movie. Uh, and a bunch of other idiots yes. who are part of this team. <laughs> the worst crew. The worst group of scientists. If I was a scientist and I watched this movie, I'd be upset. I'd, they, be, I'd be offended as a scientist. One of my notes is they're scientists in the same way dentists used to be whoever in town had a set of pliers. <laughs> like they're, I don't know what qualifies you to be a scientist in the future. But I'm, a, I'm a geologist. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I got some floating orbs, yeah. I guess. I like rocks. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they get to the planet, and they find a pyramid, and they are like, oh, a pyramid, we should go check that out. Let's go check it. And they go let's, check it out. Let's, let's land really far away from it, and then drive there. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> and then some stuff happens in the pyramid, and they find a head, and they take it back to the ship, but they leave two of the scientists behind, because like a storm happens. Correct. And the scientists are dumb and end up getting killed. And uh, meanwhile, on the ship, the head goes away. <laughs> it, it, it explodes because they fuck with it. Yep. Because it's a delicate sample, and they're like, "Hey, let's let's electrocute it." it. Yep. <laughs> and ours blew up. And this is all tangential because the real plot is that David took an urn full of alien goo uh, back from the ship. Yeah. yeah. And that's what kicks off the rest of the plot. Because David uh, feeds some of the goo secretly to Halloway, and then Halloway uses his goo sperm to impregnate uh, Shaw, who is his wife, who is infertile, and then he turns into a monster, so they flamethrower him, <laughs> and then uh, and then Shaw is like, oh god, there's something growing inside of me, and uh, she goes and uses the surgical bed, which was foreshadowed earlier, to have a space C-section, and a squid gets pulled out of her. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I just, was a squid, I'd be offended at this. Just a weird squid monster. Can I just say this is the shortest I can possibly think to surmise this this plot? Yeah. And it's still taking forever. <laughs> yeah. So, and then she staggers her way through the ship, have it post C section, and nobody stops her. 
and runs into Guy Pierce, who is uh, who is Wayland, the actual founder of the company, who is secretly on the mission for some reason. Like <laughs> they could have just upfront been like, "Hey, hey you're Wayland's on the back." Yeah. Who's wearing the worst old person makeup of all time? Uh, and it's revealed Vickers is his daughter because that was a secret for some reason as well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it has that kind of like Star Trek Into Darkness moment where. Benedict Cumberbatch says, I'm Khan, and the characters are like, what? <laughs> but it's in re- it's sort of in reverse, because she goes, I, I'm, you know, f- she says, father, and the audience goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, So they all go back to the alien ship, because uh, it turns out Wayland wants to not die, and figures that our makers can make him immortal. And then it turns out that the engineer's a big dick, and he kills everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, because, so then, because why would a conversation about immortality be interesting? Yeah. <laughs> um, with our makers. Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't be interesting at all. Yeah. So, uh, then, uh, they surmise that, uh, the engineers intend to wipe out humanity for some reason. Yeah. After was, having created yeah, us. We'll, we'll never really touched on. Uh, so Idris Elba crashes, uh, the Prometheus heroically into the alien ship. And then uh, Charlize Theron is crushed to death by the alien ship. Because it's falling in one direction and she runs in the same direction. And then Shaw and David somehow, David's head, specifically, survive. And uh, they steal another one of the engineer ships to fly off to the engineer homeworld and find out, what the hell, you guys? (laughs) Could could one of you maybe explain this plot to us? (laughs) (laughs) And that's Prometheus in a nutshell. I I think it's over there's like, we're getting out of this movie. We just like fly (laughs) off. Maybe we'll we'll land in a better movie. Oh, man. Uh, Uh, Just as a quick side note to that before we move on, uh, you mentioned the planet being, what was it, LV-223? Yep. In this script, which is a different planet than, than Alien. Uh, in the original script, John Spade's script, it was indeed LV-426. Ah. So it was much more of a direct sequel originally. Yeah. And that would be my first note. Yeah. Yeah. Is, why didn't you just make it a direct prequel? Like, yes. why the half-assed, sort of, kind of prequel? Pre- prequel flavoring in it all. Yeah. yeah, but why not make... Just make the prequel to Alien that you set out to make. Yeah. In, in some ways, it's kind of like um, uh, Force Awakens, sort of like, we want to have a desert planet, but we're going to call it a different planet for no reason, just because we want people to believe that we're trying something different. Yeah. 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 I, now, I think, now, I did read, uh, like, uh, there is uh, a, a quote, and there's been lots kind of written, written, there's actually lots written about this movie. It's got people so tied up in knives. Some people uh, really like this movie. Yeah, they do. Yes, yeah. uh, but uh, but I think I think so. There was a there was a quote by Ridley Scott that basically says so. Prometheus is actually kind of again, you know, you've, as we've heard this a lot, it's kind of the idea that it's supposed to kick off a series of movies that will lead direct right into the 1979 Alien movie. So there was so the idea. So what I read today was in, in 2015 he mentioned that the sequels of this movie. We'll answer all the questions and we'll reveal who created the xenomorph aliens. So, so you don't really get that sense when you watch this one because you're kind of like, what's going on here? I'm, and this is kind of a, this is a flaw that a lot of movies have nowadays, is they go into the first movie knowing that they intend to make sequels. And so they don't actually tell a complete story. Yeah. And... Good, a, even a good trilogy, like the original uh, Star Wars trilogy, 
all three movies are their own complete chapters, story. Yeah, yeah. They they tell a larger story, but they have their own self-contained story. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of movies now are like, well, we've got like three more movies down the pipe, so we don't have to answer anything in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It can all just be we set up. We can take our time. Everyone's going to keep watching because it, no one will get tired of these. And by the end of this movie, you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> because nothing is answered. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of not great. So, I mean, yeah, kudos that they had planned out additional movies, but there was no indication that that was no. the case. And if the, if this movie had been just a total failure, yeah. and they had been, the studios had been like, no, there's never going to be a sequel to this movie, yeah. we would never have gotten any of those yeah. answers. Yeah. There's a difference between uh, leaving your movie open for interpretation and just having a nonsensical plot yes. entirely, which is, to me, this, that's what this is. Like, at no time do I understand what any of the characters are doing or why, and then a bunch of people die and it's over. I understand when David's uh, riding the bicycle and playing basketball, because that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and if I was a robot, I'd probably do that as well, but other than that, yeah. How Watch. long do you figure uh, Michael Fassbender took to uh, to film some of those scenes? Like, did they actually? Did he actually practice spinning God, bas- basketball so. on his thumb <laughs> while riding just a bike? Just waste weeks on shooting. Just for, I kind of <laughs> he's on a BMX. I kind of hope they didn't did cheat yeah. with computer animation on that, and yeah. that he actually <laughs> spent months. Well, turns out Michael Fassbender is just really skilled. He's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah, he's, um, he's, honestly, he's one of the bright spots in this film, too. Like, yeah. he's one of the easiest, he's one of the most obvious character arcs. Yeah. He's easy to follow. Yeah. He's likable. I don't know about that. Arc is a strong word okay, in this well, case. It, compared to the rest of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> he does, he does things. He actually has, for, yeah, he's, For, yeah, for he the gave, android, he, he has agency. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, what, what are your thoughts on this movie? Uh, my thoughts are, it is beautiful looking gibberish. A beautiful looking gibberish. <laughs> it's, I want to see gorgeous. it on the Blu-ray cover. Yeah. <laughs> Blue, beautiful it's, gibberish. It's gorgeous. Like, Aaron Beaver, if, I have some notes. I would turn off the sound and just watch it, just in the background, because it's lovely. Um, but it was very... I think it was, like... It was Feifeld and what's his face? I in my notes I kept Feifield? calling him Blow Blowhole. <laughs> Blowhole. Um, <laughs> it's Feifeld and Milburn. Milburn. I hated them. I hated them so much. They drove that, me that's crazy. That's the that's the 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 quote unquote scientists who get trapped yeah. in the, trapped in the no, game. No, that was like the worst. They're two of the worst characters in any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I hate them, and that almost like yeah, that irritated me to no end. But other than you know it. Like I said, it's pretty enough that I could have just like skimmed over it, except for those two really bugged me. Um, yeah, I think yeah. when when a movie is as beautiful as this one is, and the production design is so wonderful and brilliant, yeah. and you know the the score is awesome and all these things, like you can kind of forgive a lot yeah. because you're, you're still sort of engaged by, you know, the artistry of it all. Yeah. But unfortunately, none of those things uh, necessarily contribute directly to a great story. And that's where this movie uh, fails. And there was a lot of thought that went into the movie. Like, uh, did you see any of the, um, like, the viral marketing stuff that they did? Like, yeah, the Peter Whalen like, TED Talk? Like, yeah. yeah, young Peter, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Whalen TED Talk and all these, like, stuff about uh, David and all this other stuff. The, the Yeah, the commercials for the David series Android. There yeah. was... Um, there was like 
pitch videos from all the crew members explaining why they should be on the mission and stuff. Oh, yeah, I did see that, yeah. Um, oh, they, yeah. they did a lot we of... We watched some of that on the special features, stuff, yeah. and then the special features got really weird and, like, pretty experimental. <laughs> yeah, there's part where there's just, like, it's like an anthropology like an anthropology video like they're studying different people from different yeah cultural groups and then they're and then they're naming chairs i shit you not <laughs> they, they go from clip to clip of of inanimate objects and name them and they're like what the hell is happening yeah. it's kind of like the rest of the movie really yeah, yeah. yeah. it well, starts so out kinda... like it's making sense and then toward the end you're just well, like i don't even know yeah, what's going on anymore is, like and that, that, that's that's the funny thing is that this movie is it's, I'm going to use the word, remarkably captivating. Like, it really grabs you, like, yeah. for that first hour. Cause yeah. Like, you're, you're all on board. It looks great. You've got a little bit of a mystery. Uh, you know, especially, like, if you if you are, like, a bit of a sci-fi head, like, so you've got some really cool-looking everything. Like, the little, little one, like, they had little doggy little droids that go, like, basically do, like, the one of the scientist's jobs. It's yeah. kind of like, okay, my job is to take little orbs and throw them down the hallway so they go and map everything. Yeah. Uh, like, you got all this really, really cool stuff, and then they find that the engineers are dead, and all of a sudden, uh, David's spiking people's drinks with black goo, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's zombie squid town, and no one knows what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of weird that way, just because it's, it just it grabs you, and it grabs you so, so hard, and it's so, just by the years, and then it just starts to go, like, not even, like, kind of sideways, like, super sideways, yeah. and just, like, falls off the face of the earth. It's kind of bonkers. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. It was that part that kind of went completely haywire when they finally found when they found the head and the room and everything. Yeah. After that, it just yeah. kind downhill. of started to fall apart. Yeah. Kind of. Is, is, so are we going to call that point? Is that what kind of where it starts, it starts to lose? Or does anyone else kind of like, can think of another point? Where I remember being to... in the theater and, and thinking it was pretty good up to that point. Yeah. Then uh, that's really when, um, like, it stops being fun and mysterious, and you start looking for answers, and then they just don't come. Yeah. yeah. And stuff just happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stuff happens. And then, and then, and then. Basically, yeah. Yeah, so, so, like, 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 so the, the chronicle of weird things is... Like so, would we even start with with David putting the black goo in the drink, or is he? No, that's certainly not the first weird. Thing. I, I I even kind of think like ha- like Halloween. That's definitely, Halloween that's definitely the one that was the most confusing. Yeah. When he decides to poison Halloway for reasons, does anyone else think that the reactions of like some of these characters is kind of weird? Like they've landed on an alien planet, they've kind of they've found all this stuff, and Halloway's bummed like yeah. he's super bummed as if he's, he was just expecting like a welcoming party like what was he, he starts drinking yeah the biologist that they brought along is terrified of biology for some reason <laughs> yeah. and is like ah as a dead alien i'm leaving he doesn't want to explore alien life yeah which is shocking and when, and when they encounter an alien snake he decides to be friends with yeah, it yeah. rather oh, than true. anything <laughs> the geologist is Kind of useless. I don't even know why they brought him, other than well, he, he has the balls. They are, yeah, they all. He, he's mean. <laughs> he, he was well. He was lacking balls, but he also had the balls that were uh, tracking the, uh, the <laughs> <Yeah>. cave. <laughs> but like yeah. I said, like you, they didn't need him. Like these people are archaeologists. When they have tracking systems too to do their job, like you didn't need a geologist for this. It seems they, like if you had those those tracking orbs that you wouldn't need uh, a geologist no. at all. I can understand needing a geologist if you're surveying 
an alien planet yeah. for the first time. Yeah. The problem is you need a geologist who knows how to do his job yeah. he's, and he's, he's doing he's not it. A geologist. Yeah. <laughs> not just um, I'm going to just yell at people and and, and that is kind of a uh, brings up a great criticism about half the characters in this movie is that they're all terrible at their jobs. Yeah. yeah. They're all there's they're supposed to be presumably like the best and brightest because the Wayland Corporation spent a trillion dollars on on the yeah. mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet they're all the moment they land on the planet they all make nonsensical decisions and get themselves killed in very short order because they're all dumb. Yeah. And terrible at their jobs. Yeah. At one point, David calls Holloway's uh, theory on the engineers a thesis, and Holloway is like, thesis, as if to say, it, it, I know this for a fact, and you kind of just doesn't understand the scientific method, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You'd think a scientist would be like, oh yeah, that is my thesis, because I wrote it as a thesis. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Instead, the robot has to tell him that's what a thesis is. Yeah. You dummy. Because <laughs> you have, a, I guess, a bachelor's degree. No, maybe a high school biology degree. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't even I know. I don't have a Rice Krispies box or something like that. The, uh, the biologists have told Holloway not to uh, take his helmet off on an alien planet. Yeah. Probably. I'm, they, make, they make comment about the fact that the air is clean, but it's that's cleaner, still... It's cleaner than Earth's, but still. Yeah. Maybe don't take off your helmet. Yeah, yeah. In the alien ship, well, full of alien. Of, and I watched that kind of one. It's like, and it's like, okay, so what is the what is the point of even doing that? Like, what do you? Oh, they were terraforming, and like, why? Like, it doesn't really, like, that doesn't really come back at all. Nope. No. It just, it's just like I'm just gonna take off my helmet That's, because it is a it is a holdover from the original script. Is it really? Yeah, because okay. in the original script there was there's not just one of those uh, pyramids. There's like twelve of them, and they're all built. To terraform the planet. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I think like they wanted for some reason they wanted to keep that idea. Actually, terraforming is like the, the central thing of the original script. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, Waylon doesn't show up in, at, uh, at the end of the movie. He shows up at the beginning. And basically, he uh, his whole plan is he's uh, he, he's trying to terraform Mars. Uh, for business purposes, whatever yeah. that might be. However you might make money terraforming a planet. No, making a planet habitable and... Selling Does that mean he owns land. Mars? I guess. He <laughs> He's pretty rich. Yeah, he's pretty rich. <laughs> You're breathing my air now, Martian. He's, he did He did throw Your one dad. hell of a TED talk that was, pop, <laughs> was populated by half of the Earth's population. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, so he... He want he basically uh, hires Holloway and Shaw because he believes that alien technology will help get him the job done, right? And then of course they go to this planet. This is already they, a better movie than. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the planet and conveniently those aliens were working on on terraforming. So there's definitely like there's a, there's already like in the original script there's more of a through line with everything. Yeah. It does go off the rails pretty severely, like. Or so? Well, how do you get a, get a lot of the other, <laughs> other than zombies and squid babies? And then giant squids. Well, a lot of the same confusing beats are still there. Like, there's still a lot of different types of aliens. Like, I wrote down how many different ty- types of aliens are in Prometheus. There's the alien engineers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's the snake alien. Mm-hmm. Yep. The uh, microscopic aliens. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Uh, the aliens that take over your body. Mm-hmm. Aliens yeah. that uh, make a baby inside you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> aliens. Just squid that, baby. Aliens <laughs> that make you sick. 
Yeah. Aliens that turn you into squid. Uh, that, or sorry, aliens that turn into squids. Giant <laughs> Aliens that turn into alien. And in the deleted scene, uh, there was another uh, another alien that was like a tadpole. Oh. So we got robbed what, what? of one more type of alien. Gosh. Darn it. Weird. <laughs> and all strange. I, and not a single one of them were benign. They were no. all dangerous. Every single very one. severe. Yeah, yeah, like, what's, yeah, what's going on? That was, that's, yeah, Up like, to and including the engineers who invented us. Yeah. In yeah. the in the opening scene. Yeah, and that's oh, that's never even explained either. Just why why the sudden shift? Why did you make us? Well here's here here, here was my question that I, th- that I thought about. So if so if you if you think back, so the whole idea is that the the whole the whole concept of them going this mission was that the all these different uh, like groups of groups of civilizations made these little maps in these little caves that show these what, what five planets five or six planets. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like okay, they want us to come visit them. So when they get on this ship and they go, they basically go where this map is leading. It doesn't go to the alien the, the engineer planet. No, it goes to the planet where they're hiding all their black goo weapons. Yeah. So does this mean that when these little cave drawings were made, or the engineers are like, okay, we're gonna leave them a little little post-it note to like, so they're gonna come find us, and then it's like a giant, like it's like a giant cosmic like millennial mouse trap. Is that what this is? Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, it's possible that, like, they surmise that the black goo is meant as a bioweapon and that they intend to wipe out humanity. Yeah. Well, I think because I think because there's nothing Alba. to suggest otherwise. Well, yeah, Idris <laughs> Alba basically barges, he barges into the chip and says, like, this, these are weapons of mass destruction. And everyone's like, are you sure? Everyone's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. She's like, well, Idris Alba said it. <laughs> he's, he's very convincing. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just kind of go with it. It's kind of, it's kind of just, and I think even when I was reading stuff afterwards, it was... That I think that is that like not the idea is that like yeah no this is what this stuff is meant for. Yes, I think again like that the idea that the the engineers turned on humanity is another holdover from John's fate script because in his script that whole idea is is well fleshed out. Like the the engineers uh, came to Earth, they seeded the planet, and then they returned every twelve thousand years to sort of um, give us a bump in evolution, right? Okay. Uh, and then it posits the theory that, like, they're responsible for our current era of, of temperate climate. So they that's the terraforming thing. So they came here, they terraformed the planet, and now we're enjoying a great temperate climate where life can thrive, right? And then, at some point, they just they stopped coming. So they discover, when they get to the alien planet, that... Um, the engineers had decided that humanity was no longer worthy of existing, and they were plotting to uh, send the aliens from Alien to Earth to wipe us out. They're oh. their xenomorphic army, basically. Yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. Cool. Okay. Again, this is already yeah, a better movie cool. than what okay. I want to see than what I saw. Yeah. Take my money. Where is <laughs> yeah. Instead, in, in in Prometheus, it's just left completely. Completely open-ended yeah. and confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't at all marry with the idea of life and death and, and immortality. No, that's just kind of, yeah, just kind of just kind of clumped together. Yeah. There's so much stuff that's clumped. Yeah. So many, this is, this is Prometheus. <laughs> all things clumping. Uh, does anyone have anything else they want to add before we take a break and we start seeing if we can fix this mess? Oh, what a mess it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> unclump, un- untangle this uh, as. Uh... I will say that the the cast is quite good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the cast yeah. is great. They like it's. I can't think of anybody who would have been better in any of the roles. No, they just in many cases didn't have much to work with. No, I wasn't sure what accent Idris Elba was doing, but I enjoyed it. Yes, it's the Idris Elba accent. Yes, it's his American accent. Oh, uh, there's one more thing. I was I was listening to the Slash Film Cast, uh, and if you don't listen to the Slash Film Cast, uh, if, and you love film discussion, you definitely should. Um, they they talked about how Ridley Scott suggested that um, the Jesus was an engineer. He was an alien. Oh yeah, I read this. And we, I read this. And this we is killed great. him, yeah. and that's why the aliens yeah. turned on us. Uh, yeah, I, I read. I read. I saw it on a YouTube video. That was that was why they're mad. That was a one theory about why the engineers are mad. Uh, <laughs> which makes sense because I remember from my from my Sunday school days that Jesus was a thirteen foot tall blue, yeah, blue <laughs> ball dude. I, I remember that very clearly as well. Yeah. It's about as accurate as him being white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A white right. blonde dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. I, yeah, I enjoy that theory. I think that's... Hope, hope, hopefully, if the movies go on, like, I hope that's like the final twist at the end, and everyone's just kind of like... And they just start burning things in the theater. <laughs> like, I can't believe we wasted seven sequels on this. Well, the, I, they, uh, they kind of talked about how they thought maybe Ridley Scott didn't want to do that because it was a bit too on the nose. Yeah. Uh, seeing, like, the idea that Jesus was an alien. But I don't think... I don't know if that's really a crazy idea. I think I've seen that in other films, it seems to me. Yeah, seems like a very yeah, very or at least idea. implied. Yeah, I feel like that's something Mark Miller would write. <laughs> seems like his sort of bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, how about this? How about we'll uh, we will take a short break, and then uh, after the short break, we're going to come back, and we're going to get out our um, our Red our bed pods and our um, little globy um, little little doggy bark things, <laughs> our, ma- <laughs> our mappy globes, and we're going to try to uh, see if we can uh, fix this movie. <laughs> Without getting trampled on by a giant flying spaceship. <laughs> or zombies. These moving? What is that? There's a ship. They're leaving. To go where? Earth. It was so wrong. Take us home! If you don't stop it, there won't be any home to go back to. Where's that door open? Welcome back to I Have Some Notes uh, on the panel. Scott C. Bourgeois. Hello. Harry Beaver. Hey. Uh, we've discussed, uh, in, not in, in all entirety, but most entirety. Uh, of, uh, <laughs> the of, most distant. Uh, <laughs> most distant entirety of, of what's, what's goofy about Prometheus. So now, oh gosh, we're going to try to fix this thing, which is, is this impossible? Is this like... It's hard. Is I, this Terminator Genesis all over again? Yeah. I listened oh, to this show. I, <laughs> I would say Terminator Genesis is actually easier to fix than this movie because this is like so our our kind of unofficial official rule is kind of like you can't fix the movie, but you scratch. can't rewrite it from scratch. But gosh, you, you almost have to. Yeah. So well, uh, and that goes back to my earlier point of first things first, commit to making a prequel yeah. to Alien. Yeah. Don't kind of well, don't make it wishy washy. Yeah. Don't 
set up a trilogy, give us some answers. Well, and, and maybe don't hire Damon Lindelof. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Lindelof, you're brilliant at TV, but you suck at movies. <laughs> what and, and, may, may, and maybe maybe that's the point of of either of pick which movie you want to make, right? Yeah. Mm, you, either make an alien make an alien prequely movie, and you. Put some Xenomorphs in it, put them on the actual LV, what, 426? As yep. opposed to LV 223, just 203 planets away. <laughs> uh, either either make that, or make this really cool sci-fi movie about these giant blue engineers that that made us, and now aren't so crazy about us, and what's going on, what's up with that? And there's no shame in wanting to make a, a new IP. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. But if you're going to tie it into Alien, tie it into Alien. Yeah. Pick some. Pick some. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we'll, we'll go, uh, Greg, what, what would you do to fix this movie? We'll start with you. Well, if our, the other movies we've done required a scalpel, yeah, this one requires a jackhammer. <laughs> oh, no. Because, <laughs> first, uh, there's so many characters, and, I, and, and most a lot of them, them are forgettable. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Or serve no purpose, mm. or are redundant. In the case of uh, Fifield, the geologist, and Milburn, Right. Yep. The biologists, like both those characters, even though they have different jobs, are kind of redundant because they're both um, scaredy cats who run away. You only really need one of them, you know, given all the other characters. And and I I really don't think that Meredith Vickers belongs in the film at all. She kind of lifts right out for me. Uh, and I think I would just roll her into a single character who named you would name Peter Wayland. Peter Wayland. <laughs> <laughs> Or even even if you wanted, it could have just been it could have just been David, and David would have been the, the avatar for Peter Wayland, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and that would have been fine too. I kind of think it would be it would have been interesting uh, to have um, uh, you know if if Peter Wayland's goal is to become immortal, and he thinks that the aliens are going to be his way to do that, um, then f- for his creation, David. To turn on him uh, in the way that the aliens kind of turned on us by wanting to destroy our planet for reasons unknown. I think that would have been kind of an in- interesting theme to sort of marry together. Yeah. Right? Um, what else do I have here? Oh. That actually, but that gave me an idea, which would have been interesting, which would have been rather than have Vickers in charge of the mission, have the Wayland Corporation have sent David in charge of the Oh, yeah, which would have made like, for in, an interesting power dynamic because David's an android yeah. who's in charge, and you've got all the humans who are uh, chafing at the fact that they've got a robot who's yeah, in charge of the mission. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. could have some interesting, uh, interesting interpersonal dynamics they, there, they and then it's revealed that Wayland's actually secretly on the ship, yeah. controlling David the whole time. There, there's, that's an actual reveal. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> something, something you, just... you struck me with inspiration, and I needed to share it. <laughs> it was along that through line, but then it just, like, for some reason, it just went... <laughs> fell out. You know what? Someone else go, because I think i got to read through these, uh, sure. these notes and, <laughs> and get a, Aaron, get a Aaron, sense what do you think? What, 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 would you, what would you do to change this? Fix this movie. Oh, Lord. Here's a million I... dollars. Here's a hundred million. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... I kind of, uh, I'm going to piss Scott off, but I kind of went in the opposite. If they're going to, like, yeah, if you're going to make an alien prequel, make it an alien prequel. I kind of, like, if you're going to go the other way, you're wanting to talk about the blue, blue Jesuses or whatever. Um, <laughs> blue giants. Blue giants. Jelly blue giants. <laughs> the jelly blue giants. Um, for one thing, like, they're talking, 
there's all these... It's not just about, like... They're not just talking about death and resurrection and that kind of thing. Well, that's part of it, but there's, like, this faith. This thing she keeps talking about, her faith. This is, like, a big thing with her, with Shaw. Um, but it doesn't really go anywhere other than she just like gives her yeah it gives her a reason to keep going but it doesn't make any sense really yeah i thought um my when they're looking at the cave paintings it seemed like she, oh she, i be, i have faith that this is what they but there was no how did you get this idea to even go to this planet when it's just cave paintings of a guy pointing at stars i thought if they had kind of more drawings like more like, there was more to the drawings, like, maybe they could show the canisters or something, like, give them more reason to think that point these stars are... Yeah, in the original script, they, they find an obelisk under the sea that basically has a whole bunch of alien writing on it, yeah. and they spend a whole bunch of time uh, trying to decode it, and that's how they figure oh, out okay. like, why what does, system that they're supposed to be going to. Why does Waylon think a cave painting of some guys pointing, pointing at stars means resurrection? There's no reason at all for yeah. any of his ideas. Yeah. There's no reason for him to pour a trillion dollars into a spaceship to go to this place. Well, I, th- I think yeah, you you, you pour a trillion dollars. You, you pour a trillion dollars to say, okay, so if those if those little dots line up with this system, let's go there and see what we can find. Yeah. But you don't go there just saying, okay, uh, we're gonna go and get answers. We're gonna and we're yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go get become immortal. It's like no, we're gonna go there. And just see what the heck happens. That's what... And apparently, black goo happens. Yeah. And by the way, if you find the key to immortality, bring some back for me. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's why, like, bring the canisters into it. The canisters mean something, but... I, like, maybe the aliens were trying to get them to come to this planet to wipe them out by, like, oh, the canisters, they're... It's a gift. It's great. Come get your oh, presents. Yeah. It's like a, like an alien Trojan horse. <laughs> yeah, basically. There was no reason. I couldn't figure out any reason why all these people were had this faith and this. They were sure that this was had all the answers yeah. just by these cave paintings. Yeah, like yeah. it would be part of a clue, but not an entire reason to pour all this energy and money yeah. into yeah. into going. So that was okay. Um, yeah, unfortunately, then I started to rewrite the movie. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, take... Lift the geologist and the the biologist out completely. They're useless. They're going with five, five, Fifield and Milburn? Five is that and Milburn. Yeah. I feel like going for No love around the, the table for those, those two. No. Fivefield and Milburn should actually just become like like a pop culture phrase now. Like if you do something <laughs> stupid, like, like a Rosencrantz and Gildenstern <laughs> yeah, exactly. space exploration. Yeah. And those guys well, are really good Fifield actors. really and Milburn that, didn't you? I felt bad because both of those guys are good actors. Like they had nothing to work with. I've seen them in other stuff and they're fine character actors, yeah. but they were awful in that movie. Um, were they wearing red? They, were, they should have been. Were they wearing they red sh- shirts? Oh, they should have been wearing red shirts. I don't remember. I don't remember. I feel like we just would have been apt. Yeah, you're right. And then, what did I have? Um, yeah, and then I kind of lost the plot. So, they... <laughs> so, what's his face? Um, Hollister? What's the husband's Holloway. Name? Holloway. Holloway. Okay. He gets, he still gets infected by the stuff, but that instead of, I figured like maybe that was like part of the, the mystery. They were trying to figure out how to save him basically instead of him, David just infecting him for no reason. And I don't know 
I, somehow, like, maybe he there, gets There infected. definitely needed to be some sort of central conflict between David uh, and the scientists, like Holloway and Shaw, right? And now, that's what I kind of found was kind of really missing. And again, putting him in charge... And yeah, having him make questionable decisions. Yeah. And the human crew is like, this android has gone crazy. And then it turns out, reveal, Peter Wayland is actually the one controlling the mission. Yeah. yeah. That solves that problem. And yeah. I thought, like, he's he's David's guinea pig still. Um, but it's, yeah, it's Wayland. Like, what does this goo do? <laughs> is this David, good? find is that bad? out. Use that guy. Use yeah. that guy. <laughs> I don't like him. Um, Paid a lot of money for this ship and this crew, but let's just start giving them stuff and yeah. see what happens. Um, and then what did I... Just as a side tangent, the goo thing, that that really bothered me that he, when he poisons Holloway, because it's like, it's counter to his, like, his goal, right? Because his goal is to, like, find the engineers and find answers for Waylon. But by poisoning this the guy who probably knows the most about the engineers... He's jeopardizing his mission in a whole bunch of ways. Not only like killing the the, the, the scientists, but also like putting the entire crew at risk. I'm I'm, I'm willing like, to including like the pilots and shit. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to uh, accept that David may have thought that the goo could have given Holloway immortality, yeah. and he was testing it. But you're right; he chose he should have used it on friggin' Milburn and Fightfield. Yeah. 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 Those guys were useless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or bring a bunch of hamsters on a trip. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted the canisters to be more of a like. I wanted like the hieroglyphs or whatever yeah. to show the canisters. I wanted the canisters like instead of the engineer. Like engineers would be part of it, but I wanted the canisters to be a bigger deal because right. as it okay. is, okay. he okay. just stuck some goo in the guy's glass and was like, like "Whatever, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this guy." That um, <laughs> well, made no sense. I, Holloway was a bit of a jerk. Well, he was. He had a kill He did, absolutely. David, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't feel I, I have a theory that, like he, that Holloway was a manic depressive. Because, like, as soon as, as, soon as the, uh, the uh, aliens, he finds out the aliens are dead, he slips into a deep depression. Yeah, Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Starts drinking. And we're like, fuck it, coming all this way. It was, we came here for no goddamn reason. No, they're all found, dead. You found alien life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he didn't care. No, but they're not alive. Just, I wanted like, them to be alive. I wanted to talk to them. I wanted to maybe, tell them about my cat. He started maybe. chugging champagne in the corner and didn't quit until he basically died. Yeah. I don't why, why not check to see if they left information about yeah. the stuff you're looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Not, and yeah, that's, it really didn't seem all that exciting. No. Yeah. That's why you brought a biologist. <laughs> and then I thought, like, in, like... Because David's whole thing, I thought, could be, like, he's he's interested in these canisters, but they explore, instead of him finding that star room, that the scientists find it, because they're trying to search for more answers on how to stop whatever's happening to, yeah. to Holloway. And then, I guess, I don't, the confrontation still happens. And then, if, like, everyone dies... <laughs> As and is then, want to happen in an alien movie. <laughs> yeah, but then I thought, like, maybe he could still be, like, they put him in stasis because they're trying to figure out how to cure him. Yeah. And everyone's dead, and Elizabeth lives. And then she, that reason she goes off is she's still trying to cure whatever is. Her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Motivation. Right? I like that. Ah, that makes, that makes ah, some that'll, kind that'll, of sense. That'll never work at all. No. <laughs> no, for sure. Scott, what about yourself? Um, Fix this movie for us. 
I like some of the stuff that we pitched already, actually. I think we've, we've repaired some of the problems. I would make the scientists more competent. <laughs> hey, what? Seems, um, seems simple enough. I think it just might work. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think Milburn and Fifield could have worked yeah. if they had brains <laughs> and weren't ridiculously terrible at their jobs. And to me, there, there is legitimately interest in me having seen a movie where uh, these guys go on this mission to explore an alien planet, and they meet with some initial success, and you even kind of touch on that. Yeah. Um, and because they're competent people, they are the best and the brightest that this trillion-dollar mission got together. And then Holloway gets poisoned. Yeah. And David is acting suspicious. Yeah. And something's going on, and it and then it starts to build to something. Yeah. Um, and I think that having the scientists not just be terrible, blundering idiots <laughs> would have would have worked in that case. Yeah. As opposed to uh, it seeming like uh, they got together the first bunch of slapdash idiots who applied. Yeah. For this trillion dollar mission to it, give Peter so, Wayland immortality. So, so, so maybe when they did this huge like call and everybody sending these videos, they're like, oh gosh, we've got a lot of videos here. They just just like picked like some at random. Yeah, this guy like, this guy says he's fine, a biologist. Sure, <laughs> sure, looks like one. Spelled geologist. Yes, I am a biologist. <laughs> this guy spelled geologist right. Yeah. This guy spelled geologist with a J, but he's cheap. <laughs> He put it. He put his. He put his expected salary very, very low. So <laughs> the weird thing is, I think at the moment, so far, one of the things we've all agreed on as well is that Meredith Vickers just was superfluous to this yeah. movie. No, and we yeah. did not. I sadly, actually, Charlize, we love you. See, I but actually, you were unnecessary. I actually, yeah, I actually, kind I of wasted. In this I movie. didn't mind her quite so much, but yeah, I think if you look at the bigger picture, yeah, you could easily absorb her into another character or sure. something yeah. like that. Like she's split her role. Between I, I would still. Her. I would probably still cast. Charlie's their own. I just put her in a different role. Yeah, yeah. Get, make her Fifield and make her smart. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she did have one good scene with Idris Elba when he was trying to bone down with her. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that scene was was yeah. fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, par- merging some of the characters together so that you have a smaller, more memorable cast, making them competent and make have them make logical decisions. Um, allow them to experience a little bit of success on mm-hmm. their mission before it starts to unravel, yeah. Yeah. and have it unravel because there's some weird stuff. Going That's on. a good point that they don't. They re- like they get there, things and it's go just wrong. Immediately really everything quickly. goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that I think right there you've got the start of a much better movie. Yeah, even with they, an alien squid baby, they could have corrected that just by not having a Holloway get depressed immediately. Yeah, that's yeah. all yeah, that really. That's, that was he that, was the guy that kind of brought that whole thing down. Well, and, and that was kind of what I, I, I was one of my notes was that like if you 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 kind of the you the movie by this point is kind of built up that it's been like Holloway and Shaw are the heroes of the movie, right? It's their mission; they're kind of de facto in charge. They're the one who they've kind of found these all these little painting things, but you don't you're not really rooting for them. You're not like cheering for them. Like you're no. kind of, you're 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 just like and as soon as Holloway goes into his big big depression slide and it's kind of like okay you're and you're kind of what's happening what's going on here well and that's Shaw, like, you're kind of kind of rooting yeah. for but like you're not you're not at all like you're not with them along for the ride you're yeah. just kind of watching them and holloway like david saves them and then holloway's still a massive jerk there's no change in his character like he was kind of a jerk about him before being yeah. a robot but there's no 
He's... And it's weirdly hypocritical that he hates David for being a human creation when he's his entire life mission is to prove that humans are the creation of other aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird hypocrisy. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense why he hates David so much. Yeah. At the end, it makes sense why Shaw hates David because he t- kind of wrecked everything. Yeah. But it's, there's no reason that Holloway hates him. Well, and touching on what you were saying about not really... It, it starts out feeling like it's supposed to be Shaw and Holloway's movie, but then you kind of lose track of them partway through. Yeah. It's because, what I said earlier, David yeah. Yeah. being the shining star of the movie. Yeah. Because by midway through the movie, you're more interested in what David's up to. Yeah. And you're trying yeah. to figure out what his because he's, yeah, deal is. Because he's doing all these different things. And, you're, and it kind of becomes his movie partway through. Yeah. It kind of feels like the cast Fastbender and they're like, we need to write a bigger role for this character. And he's really good. Yeah, as he is really good. He just like he's, but he's really good. But he's also the central character that does not work for me he, at man. all. Like Kinda. I don't understand what he's doing. He like he, he needs he, he he needs some sort of motivation, and he needs for his actions to you know apply to his goals. And like nothing he does really makes any sense. Yeah, I think, I think there's that scene where he's he's got like the, the cool like uh, helmet on and he's like in the corner kind of like like mumbling to some. You know, I think he's I think he's the, he's probably that he's talking to Wayland. I think is yeah because yeah. he can dream surf. Yeah, he's, yeah <laughs> with, his, with his little VR helmet, yeah. right? His, his, uh, yeah. I was just gonna ask, and I was like, why the fuck was he listening to Shaw's dreams? <laughs> Because he's bored. Well, the movie needed a contrived way of having a flashback. There's only there's, yeah. you can only watch Lawrence of Arabia and play bicycle basketball <laughs> so many times. Or even a robot gets bored. And I think and you hit it right on the head there. It's a yeah. contrived reason to have a flashback with yeah. Shaw. Yeah, yeah. Even though the effects in the flashback were kind of neat. Yeah, everything was. Yeah. And Patrick Wilson was there. <laughs> <laughs> that back-to-back I have some notes episodes with Patrick Wilson yeah he's the, he's he's the theme now theme. now he's the theme he's, he's the later season Tom Hardy <laughs> <laughs> didn't get quite as big a part in this movie no no he got Ebola and died yeah. very quickly <laughs> yeah uh, is anyone uh, so does anyone feel like like so we we kind of sort of maybe kind of see a xenomorph at the end but like are we on board with all the different aliens that we do see, like the different squids and stuff like that? Or are we? Like... I'm on the opposite side of the fence. Like Scott says that he would like it to be more of a prequel, and I kind of think I would like it to be less. Uh, and here's the thing: I'm okay with it being less, but then make it less. Yeah, yeah. and I'm okay with it being just more, like when it's riding the line. That's a problem. Yeah. My yeah. preference was more, but I would have been okay with it just being its own thing. But it's the fact that it didn't make up its mind. It yeah. wanted to try to have it both ways. That yeah. is my problem. With yeah. it. I think the, the, the thing is, is like, you, you don't, I don't really need to know where the aliens came from. They're just like, like, they're just like a malevolent, malevolent species that, you know, it's like preys learning, on, it's on like meeting Darth meat. Vader as a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. didn't need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's yeah. not it's well, not important to the story that we know where they come from. Well, but the engineers they kind of have it. Like you, you know, you watch the original Alien, you're like, "What is that guy doing? Why is he there?" Like there's there's there could yeah. there is a grain of mystery there that like you can expound on that without having to you know really in a contrived way connect it to aliens. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think maybe that kind of becomes a qu- my question is that like I I didn't get into like. 
I, you know, I'd obviously seen some of these movies. I've been watching them lately, but I'm, I'm not like, uh, you know, a huge Alien fan. So my, so I guess my, my question, and I don't know if we have the answers to this, we may not have the answers because the engineers aren't here, but like, do, 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 do we, yeah, do we, do we, like when this movie was coming out and it was going to be like, oh cool, Alien prequel, like what were people, what were people hoping for? Were they hoping, was that like, gosh, I hope we get to see where the alien, the xenomorphs came from, or was it just like, okay, we're going to just explore this universe a little bit more? Like what were people, like, what were people, I think the first time you saw this movie, what were you, what were you hoping for? I I was just me. I just like yeah. I was interested in the universe. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, I don't know what I expected. It looked from the previews. It looked really pretty, and it was exploring like what the, I guess they expanded. It, it seemed like like it, it seemed like a different movie altogether, and I think that had me excited because it, because you know the Alien series had previously evolved quite nicely. You know, first it was a horror horror uh, film mm-hmm. in a in a you know in a bottle, and then. It was an action film, and there was kind of a nice natural progression to that. Uh, so there are two very different movies, and it was nice that like this new entry into the series seemed like it was like quite different. It was an exploration. Yeah, it could be a little more like hard sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it, that like Aliens already had those elements, so it was a natural fit too. You know, for it to go that way. So uh, the fact that it just it didn't work was kind of disappointing. But I liked I liked the this I liked their general direction that they took with the film. Yeah, you know, that's that's I, I think I said this on a on a previous uh, podcast. But it's always great when when a sequel finds a new avenue to explore. When yeah. it's just when it just repeats the same movie, like Ghostbusters two, for example. Yeah, uh, it's not a lot of fun. Yeah, because I've already seen that movie. Yeah, and you want to see a new movie. Yeah, that's why you paid money. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, so we, if we take a look at some of uh, some of the uh, other comments we got uh, from you guys, the listeners on our I have some notes uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, and I also put some stuff out on my Instagram. So on my Instagram, I actually got uh, some people who said, uh, "Let's see, uh, Jellybean seventy seven says uh, maybe try not to make it a prequel or retelling of the original." Uh, also said, uh, my buddy also wanted to point out the silliness of making sure you bring guns because aliens, but then pet cute alien. And then hyper implausibility by giving oneself a cesarean section and then being able to run around within minutes. So I will defend that by saying maybe those staples that got that. They were uh, space staples. They were space staples. And they probably just had like painkillers built in. Well, and she injects herself with like. Lots of like all the time. Like she's just, she's just now just, like injecting. Yeah. yeah. So she's keeping herself going at the yeah. end of that <laughs> with drugs. Yeah, exactly. They're space staples. That was actually, that was probably my favorite scene in the movie. The, the space staples? The, yeah, no. <laughs> the, the, the machine thing, the, the surgery med pod. machine. It was, Robot it was a good set piece, which was just another thing that happened, unfortunately. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, the lead up to it is so baffling that by the time you get, you get to it, you're just like, I can't believe this has happened. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I was telling Greg and Mark when we were watching it, the, it's like, the American medical system for a woman in a tiny capsule. <laughs> yeah, because it was like you get you get impregnated against your will or like not wanting it or it's a surprise or whatever, and then you go to you go to get help and people are actively trying to stop you, and then you get to a machine and the machine tells you no, this is made for a man. Oh yeah, it's like, so, <laughs> so, it's so, a weird social so, commentary. So, so so here you're you're on this like ship that presumably is traveling fast and like you got people in cryogenic stasis you have a humanoid robot playing bicycle basketball <laughs> but yet your your medicine pod 
still needs to be calibrated. Yeah. Like it's a printing press. Yes. It's like, oh, you're you're not a man. Got sorry, we got nothing for so you. So you have to fool the machine into thinking you're a man to get help. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, it's. I'm that sorry. Is, I do not tenet, detect penis. It's it's <laughs> like body horror for women. It's really scary. Ew. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Uh, uh, Sam said actually that uh, she quite liked the movie. Uh, on Facebook, oh, we had uh, we uh, Evan says uh, so many unanswered questions. Uh, Andrew says so the convoluted and contrived way in which aliens are apparently birthed happened accidentally more than once. Yeah, apparently they go through like twelve. They're like it's like a mosquito. You have an egg, yeah. and then you have a larva, <laughs> and then you have like a pupa, and then you have a mosquito. It's apparently that's how aliens work. You have you have a squid, and then you have a face hugger, and then you have uh, then you have an alien. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. It's it's easy yeah. stuff. It's hey, makes sense. It's makes perfect sense. Uh, uh, Andrew also mentions if Wayland Utani is such a dodgy rep for making good functional androids, how have they not gone under for uh, for a shoddy project? Uh, Jeff, hey, says, the Bishop series android was really good. Yeah. Bishop was awesome in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says I actually kind of like this one. Not totally uh, coherent on how it all uh, fits together in the alien. <laughs> Definitely universe. not totally coherent. <laughs> Likely I would to, say a lot not coherent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> likely due to Mr. Lindelof's p- uh, pension for not answering questions in his stories or, or connecting all the dots. There comes a point where you have to stop putting in questions and start giving answers. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think a sequel could push this story arc in the right direction and fill in some gaps. Plus, this was kind of interesting. Uh, it was kind of interesting with a, sense, a good sense of dread. And uh, Evan uh, follows up with uh, David is still one of my favorite uh, fast minute roles. So oh, and he was that, really good yeah, with was, what he was given. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's going to be a quasi-murderous uh, basketball, bicycle basketball player. <laughs> likes his Lawrence of Arabia. Likes his Lawrence of Arabia. I would, I would watch a, a David Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, there we go. With a team of Davids. <gasps> oh, so hopefully, so so here, here's my hope now for the movie. So that at some point that these movies, act, as if they keep making these movies, they become popular, they become popular, but they actually start attracting a lot of kids. So kind of like going like a Ghostbusters route, which wasn't really targeted to kids, but kids adopted it. So that at some point, we get the movie where we actually have uh, the the Army of David robots playing bicycle basketball against the Army of Xenomorph <laughs> basketballs. Uh, I remember there being... Who, have, who, have, who are now like cute. Yeah, exactly. I remember like there being alien <laughs> action figures <laughs> when like, I was a kid. Oh really? really? When I was younger, yeah, I had I had some friends who had some alien action figures. Really? Yeah. So they were marketing that stuff. That's funny because yeah. like because those movies, those are like those are hard, those are hard. Yeah, those movies. are like, yeah. straight up yeah. horror movies. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Well, the first one is the first one's very much a haunted house in space. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the second one is like a zombie movie. Like it's beat for yeah. beat a zombie movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the survival horror aspect to it, so mm-hmm. yeah. And this one could have been a horror exploration. Although I don't could think I, I don't could've think been. I've seen uh, any zombie movie end with uh, a robot lifter fighting another zombie giant queen. zombie. Uh, <laughs> I think that you should be writing that movie because right <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, maybe that is how oh, no. The Walking Dead will end. Grindhouse. Remember seeing Grindhouse? And at the end, you had the Bruce Willis zombie, and the lady with the with the machine gun, gun leg, leg yeah. like shoots him, and he explodes. And that isn't doesn't that solve the zombie problem? <laughs> it's basically the same I thing. It does. Yeah, I believe it does. <laughs> uh, did we get any uh, comments on Twitter for 
for this movie? No, zero comma. I have to edit that out now. Okay. <laughs> it makes us look bad. <laughs> That's okay. Who uses Twitter lately anyway? It's just, it's yeah, just it's all, Donald Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's all it is now. Good, good grief. Yeah, okay, uh, well, I think that's uh, all the time we have now. Uh, Scott, anything you want to plug or promote? Uh? Nope. Nope? I just want to be back on the show. Vote for Scott. <laughs> it's weird, <laughs> for it's weird for not being on a podcast with Adam Rose. <laughs> Very true. Uh, well, uh, thanks for coming out. Aaron, thanks for coming out as well. Anything you want to promote or plug on the show? No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so darn humble. Uh, so uh, if you have uh, comments, uh, you want to uh, throw our way, we're on uh, Facebook, the I Have Some Notes Facebook page. Also on Twitter, I Have Some Notes. I just want to say, like, if, uh, we have been getting a pretty steady stream of, uh, of comments from people commenting on the movie, so we really appreciate that. Thank yeah. you very much for doing that, everyone, and we hope you will continue to uh, uh, comment absolutely so so just uh, so a programming note so um, so we're gonna do one more episode before we kind of wind up um, this sort of uh, season of I have some notes season uh, finale season finale so the next movie we're going to do I believe we decided this afternoon was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull <laughs> oh, oh you almost you, know, you can't see it, but Colin just about threw up oh, while he was saying that. Yeah. I was pushing for Raiders of the Last Ark, but uh, yeah. but okay, we'll do Crystal yeah, Skull. So, it, it might be a little bit more up our alley. Yeah, so yeah, so so we'll be posting stuff uh, on the on the Facebook page and uh, Twitter when we're ready to record it. But uh, if you want to uh, go ahead and start uh, leaving us your thoughts and comments and how you want to uh, fix that movie, uh, if you like this podcast, uh, give it a review on Google Play and iTunes and share it with your friends and. Uh, we will uh, hopefully see you next time. Uh, uh, just uh, before sign off, make sure if spaceships are falling on you, run in the opposite direction. Don't drink the black beer. Yeah, and don't get caught watching the skies! <laughs> uh, oh, look, the cute space snake. <laughs> no bird. <laughs> <laughs>